A local church says it turned down a fortune from developers wanting to buy its prime property, what the congregation has in store for the space, and why Central Texas schools will soon face a need for principals and the plan in place to make sure those positions can be filled. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. We start tonight with the big change in the weather that we're all feeling across Central Texas. Meteorologist Nick Bannon joins us now, tracking more cold weather and even more rain. Nick. Yeah, we think tomorrow morning is going to be very wet, but we're already feeling the chill now. Take a look outside from our Rock and Dirt camera in Buda where we're at 52 degrees. Parts of the hill country have already dropped into the 40s. Of course, this is a huge temperature change from this time yesterday. We're about 30 to 35 degrees colder than we were 24 hours ago, and it feels even chillier with the wind. We're getting gusts 20 to 25 miles per hour right out of the north, so there's actually a wind chill in the air, especially northwest of Austin, where it actually already feels like the 30s, even though we're not technically there yet. On clouds and radar, we're kind of at a lull as far as a rain perspective goes. Just a couple of sprinkles around. Our rain chances will slowly go up, especially toward the late evening, early evening. I think you're generally dry from 50 at 7 to 48 at 9, down to 46 by 11 o'clock tonight. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll time out the arrival of a more widespread soaking rain and how it could impact your commute in the morning and the evening here tomorrow. We'll track the cold and the wind and eventually a slow warm up. All right, Nick, thanks. And with the sudden swing in cold temperatures, the city of Austin opened up its warming centers today. If you need a warm place to escape the chilly weather throughout the day, you can go to any park or library facility in Austin during normal business hours. And if you have a service animal with you, you will be able to bring it with you. Going in depth now, warming centers are different from cold weather shelters, which the city says are open in cases of an emergency weather event like the ice storm that we had earlier this year. Cold weather shelters are activated if the forecast calls for temperatures of 32 degrees or colder overnight or 35 degrees with rain or 35 degrees with a wind chill of 32 degrees or colder. A church in downtown Austin says it has turned down tens of millions of dollars from developers wanting to buy the property. Church leaders say no to the money because they have another plan in mind for that land. KXN's Sarah Offshay explains the church's vision for the space. First Baptist Church of Austin has served downtown Austin at the corner of 9th and Trinity Street for 53 years now. Many would call this prime real estate with the future site of the University of Texas at Austin Medical Center less than a mile away from here. But instead of picking up and selling, the church says it's looking to transform its one and a half block property to meet the growing needs of downtown Austin. Specifically, church leaders say they want to create a space for affordable child care, more venues for live music and visual arts, and more public spaces for people of all faiths to join together. The church says it has more space than it needs. It has about 350 active members, and the sanctuary seats nearly a thousand people. Leaders say they received offers of tens of millions of dollars from developers interested in redeveloping the site, but they decided instead to stay put and seek a partner to invest in their property and vision for this block. Everybody just wanted to buy it, tear the church down, build something new. And as a membership, we quickly said that's not who we are. 
we want to be located downtown. We want to try to preserve this space and this being, but in a new way. Church leaders say they aren't looking for a donation, but instead more of a partnership. They say whomever they work with would get a percentage interest in their property, and they'd work together on the vision for the future of it. Tonight at 10, hear from a churchgoer about the difference that this place means for her. Back to you in the studio. And as Sarah mentioned, UT unveiled plans for the University of Texas at Austin Medical Center, which will be built at the site of the Frank Irwin Center and includes a new MD Anderson Hospital. City leaders say they hope the project will be done by 2029 or 2030. Well, in the coming years, there's going to be a big need for school principals in Central Texas. According to an Austin Community College study, within 28 area school districts, roughly half have campuses with principals expected to retire in the next few years. So Austin Community College is starting a new principal certification program to build a pipeline of new administrators in the greater Austin area. The two-year program will launch with about a dozen students next spring. Those who earn a principal certification can also head into other educational career paths, including working as a district content coordinator or at the administrative level. I think not all teachers are aware that that admin cert gives you a lot bigger box and a lot other and a lot of opportunities that that they might not have thought about. Digital reporter Kelsey Thompson has more details about application requirements, program costs, and how to apply at KXAN.com. Nearly a year and a half after professional cyclist Anna Mo Wilson was shot and killed, jury selection in the trial of the woman accused of murdering her is set to begin tomorrow. Caitlin Armstrong pled not guilty in July of last year after a 43-day manhunt where she was ultimately arrested and detained in Costa Rica before being brought back to Austin. You might remember Armstrong gained a new felony charge earlier this month when she made an escape attempt outside of a South Austin medical building. Jury selection starts tomorrow morning. The trial is expected to start in November. And the trial of Eric Charles Mond also gets rolling this week. Mond, a former partner at the Austin-based auto group Mond Automotive, is accused of paying three men to kidnap and kill his former girlfriend, Holly Williams, and her boyfriend in 2020. Mond was charged with conspiracy to commit kidnapping, resulting in death, along with other charges. His trial begins on Wednesday. Still to come, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton heads to court. The appearance that's been eight years in the making. And while all natural wine is growing in popularity, some warn you need to know the risks before you take that sip. Natural wine is making a comeback, but some warn all natural isn't always all good for you. According to alcohol delivery service Drizzly, more wine drinkers are seeking organic and natural options. Experts say natural wine is wine that's made with minimal production. Producers can use natural grapes grown without pesticides and forego the addition of sulfites, which are used to preserve the wine's quality. But some experts suggest natural isn't always better, saying the absence of sulfites can lead to possible bacteria growth or allergic reactions. I wholeheartedly agree with the idea of sustainability. I think that's something that all wineries should look into, should consider as much as possible. But natural doesn't mean necessarily sustainable, and there's no guarantee ab about that. 
Digital reporter Kelsey Thompson explores more on the natural winemaking process and myths surrounding natural versus conventional winemaking online at KXAN.com. Nick? Before our cold front came through this morning, it was actually average. Temperatures got up to 78 degrees, and then, of course, the front changed that. The arrival time, just before 11 o'clock this morning, we went from the 70s to the 60s and then the 50s throughout the afternoon, even picking up a little bit of rain at Camp Mabry, a little under a quarter of an inch of rain. We've got more rain coming tonight into your Monday. We'll take you through the rain, the cold, the wind, and eventually a warm-up in first warning weather. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is heading to court tomorrow. He will face a judge to determine when his trial will start on securities fraud charges. Ryan Chandler breaks down what to expect. After eight years of delays, finally some wheels turning on the criminal charges facing Texas's top law enforcement official. Ken Paxton has been fighting allegations that he broke state securities laws since 2015, but he's avoided trial for his entire time as attorney general. The charges accuse him of soliciting investors for a McKinney tech company without disclosing that he was getting paid to push the stock. That's a felony that could carry a prison sentence up to 99 years. But his defense attorneys maintain this will go the same way as Paxton's impeachment. Those people ought to think about going forward on that case. That's been a, a BS case since day one. That case, like this one, should have never been brought. Uh, they ought to dismiss it. If they don't dismiss it, we'll try them and beat them there just like we beat them here. It has to come to an end, as all criminal litigation does. I think today was the first step in a journey of a thousand miles to make sure that justice ultimately comes to be. Yeah. Monica Madden and I will be in Houston to cover the events and bring you the latest on Monday. From Austin, I'm Ryan Chandler. All right, Colorado residents woke up today to a blanket of white snow with some areas seeing between eight inches and a foot of snowfall overnight. This uh, coming from the same storm system that brought us our big cold front today and an hour rain. Although we're closer to Halloween than Christmas, these images sure brought the holiday season to mind. Many residents in the small community of Georgetown there expressing their excitement that the snow has arrived. Now we are super excited because um, we, this is the second, the first year over here, so we love the snow. We love it. Love this the is the first, first big one. Yep, I love the first day of the that snow. In Brings in all the skiers and all of our great <laughs> travelers here to the Circle K here in Georgetown. Of course, a different Georgetown there. Copper Mountain, the ski resort there in Colorado, saw the most amount of snowfall overnight with nearly 17 inches recorded uh, by 8 o'clock this morning. A pleasure to see, especially for those of you skiers or snowboarders out there hoping to head northwest here over the coming months. Outside here in central Texas, we're dealing with the impacts of the cold front, just not any snow. Here from southeast Austin, Whittlesey Landscape Supplies camera looking downtown. Good visibility, but it is a gray beginning to your evening. We're down to 51 now in Austin, the cold front. Easy to see it out ahead of it. Still 80s, even 90s there in Laredo, but it's 60s, 50s, 40s, and 30s now behind the cold front. And the chilly air continues to uh, drop in from the north. There's actually going to be more rain coming in as well. We can actually see some of that to the northwest of us, and we expect... As we head later into the night, it will slowly get wetter, mostly toward the tail end of the evening, but you can see 10 o'clock 
Rain chances starting to rise. I think the wettest, more widespread rain comes in around midnight and stays with us most of the morning tomorrow. A really soggy, chilly beginning to your Monday. Getting off to work and school. Certainly want to bundle up and have waterproof gear on too. Umbrella, rain jacket, or winter coat to begin the day tomorrow. So the widespread rain to begin your Monday. It starts to taper off a bit by the middle of the day, but there's still going to be some lingering showers in the afternoon. There's 4 o'clock and even into tomorrow evening. We're pretty confident, though, that the rain's going to be done by the time you wake up and get out uh, for Halloween on Tuesday. How much rain? Thinking most of us get at least a quarter of an inch, but there could be some inch to inch and a half rainfall reports depending on where some of the steadier and heavier downpours and even thunderstorms set up. Of course, the other big story is the temperature change. Here by 9 o'clock tonight, it's mostly 40s. And of course, add the wind and it'll feel more like 30s. Starting off the day tomorrow, low 40s in Austin, widespread upper 30s in the hill country. Feeling about 5 to 10 degrees colder than this, though, with the wind. And then by the middle of the day, not much of an improvement. We are up to about 46 here tomorrow afternoon on what will be a cloudy and occasionally damp day and a windy day as well. As far as your forecast then tonight, rain chances slowly rising. We'll call it a 60% chance of rain overnight. Those rain chances rise to 80% here for tomorrow morning. And then the rain chances start to drop off a little bit in the afternoon. Cloudy skies. 46 for the high would be a record cold high temperature uh, for Austin here tomorrow. Not the coldest temperature we've ever had for a high in October. That was 41 degrees, but 46 there, uh, very close. Wind, another story, a blustery night tonight. The winds actually get stronger, gusting 25 to 35 miles per hour by the time you're starting off your Monday morning. Winds will slowly back off a little bit by Monday evening, but still breezy tomorrow night. Let's take you into your Halloween daytime forecast. Clouds in the morning, sunshine as we head through the afternoon. High temperatures heading for 57 degrees on Tuesday. We're not expecting rain, but it is going to be a breezy day. And as for trick-or-treating Tuesday evening, we still think it's going to be chilly with those trick-or-treating temperatures, call it early evening, around 51 degrees before falling into the 40s. So a clear, cold, and breezy night. Make sure those uh, trick-or-treating costumes are uh, thick, or at least you're wearing layers underneath. Want to continue to talk about this, the potential for a freeze Wednesday morning away from Austin and mostly west of I-35 and into the hill country where you could see some low 30s, even 20s. That would be the first freeze of the season for many of you. Even some parts of western Williamson and Travis counties may get in on a freeze here Wednesday morning. Can't even rule out one in northern Milam County as well. We've got a blog on this topic, including uh, what you can expect where you are. That's at KXAN.com. Temperatures do start to climb after Wednesday morning, both day Time highs and nighttime lows warming up. 59 Wednesday, 64 Thursday, 72 Friday, and look, by Sunday, we're back up to 80 again. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Cowboys fresh off their bye were ready to prove that the off week wasn't going to slow them down one bit as they took on the LA Rams at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, another packed house. Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys offense rolling today. First drive, Dak Prescott to Jake Ferguson for the 18-yard touchdown. 7-0, Dallas. Then late in the first, 10-3, the defense steps up, Deron Bland. 
picks off Matthew Stafford's pass, takes it back the other way for a 30-yard interception return for a touchdown, his third of the season, 17-3 Cowboys. Then the special teams scoring some points. Sam Williams with the block punt. It goes out of the back of the end zone for a safety, 19-3 Cowboys. Dallas gets the ball after that. And here's second play of the drive. Dak Prescott, touchdown pass to C.D. Lamb, 26-3. Later in the first, same score, Prescott. Rolling out, finding Lamb again. Easy catch for Lamb there. His second touchdown reception of the day. Rams trying to make it interesting. They're down 33-9. And Matthew Stafford to Ben Skowronek. 33-17 after they converted the two-point conversion. But then Prescott to Brandon Cooks. Cowboys in control after that one. Dak Prescott, 304 yards passing, four touchdowns, just one interception. Cowboys win 43-20, to 11th straight home win, longest streak in 32 years. So the Cowboys improved to 5-2, still behind the Philadelphia Eagles, who beat Washington 38-31 to improve to 7-1. Cowboys travel to Philly to face the Eagles next Sunday at 325. Also, the Houston Texans lost to Carolina today, 15-13 on a game-winning field goal. They dropped to 3-4. They'll host Tampa Bay next week. All right, Texas took care of business against BYU. Recap and reaction with sports continues after this. Scalbernet, I did it. All right, college football, the Longhorns had a complete performance against BYU. Special teams scoring a touchdown. The defense had a really good chance to score a touchdown. Sorry, Jalen Gilbo. And the offense was efficient with its new leader. Malik Murphy, the redshirt freshman, got his first career starter quarterback in lieu of Quinn Ewer's shoulder injury, and Murphy delivered. Threw one interception, but threw two touchdowns, both to Adonai Mitchell. C. Sarkeesian had said he had the utmost confidence in Murphy, and Murphy showed that he had the utmost confidence in himself with his poise and consistency. You go through a lot as a college athlete, um, as a quarterback for sure. Just trying your best to prepare and put yourself in the best position to win at the end of the day um you know we work really hard in the off season in season we work even harder just it's all different different phases of the game that you got to go through as a college athlete it comes and goes so for me i'm the type of guy that you know embraces it and accepts everything that comes with it Love that. All right, Major League Baseball last night, game two of the World Series between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers was settled. Diamondbacks jumped out to an early lead, never looked back. Arizona won 9-1, to one, tying the series at one. The series shifts from Arlington to Phoenix. Now, pitcher Jordan Montgomery gave up four earned runs in six innings. The question came up if Montgomery is getting tired. He came in relief in game seven against the Astros. Here's Rangers manager Bruce Bochy's response to that. Yeah, I think you have to look at that, uh, but still, you look at the man, he's he's uh, got the ability uh, to pitch if it's down a tick a little bit, and he showed that tonight. All right, so like I said, game three tomorrow night in Phoenix, 7.03 first pitch. Well, they're tied up, makes for a good series, you know? Yeah, for up, sure. Up until the end, maybe, or maybe we'll just win it early. Who well, knows? Well, yeah, well, they're going to have to play three in Phoenix now. So. Yeah, right. Which Could is be not tough. Good. Home field advantage. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll be right back after this. Stay with us.